to you all. Hallelujah. I'm excited. I pray that you guys are as well. Today we decided to do things a little differently. Um, amen. And it's okay to do things a little differently. Because we want God to get the glory out of everything that we do. Um, as you guys can see, I am not on this live by myself today. I am on this live with my good brother in Christ. He's an evangelist. He's a young prophet. God is just really using him, I tell you. And I've really blessed the Lord for connecting me and him on TikTok. Because every word that this man has spoken has come to pass. So we thank God for him. And we thank God for the words that's going to proceed out of his mouth on tonight. I know there's a little bit of static on the live, but I pray that you guys can still hear us. Amen. But let's go ahead and get into it. Um, as you guys know, of course, I'm your brother in Christ, Brother G, with another Generational Change Official Podcast. As you guys know, I said it, um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, that this will be the last month that this podcast will be called Generational Change Official Podcast starting next um, year. We'll be having a new name, which is going to be called The Breakers Official Podcast. So I'm excited for the new. God is a God that does all things new. So we thank God for that. Um, so there will be no podcast in the month of December. None. Um, so I'm just excited. But we're going to go ahead and get into the um, word on today. But before we get into the word on today, um, I'm going to give you guys the um, theme scripture, which is coming from 1 Peter 2 and 9. And it's, of course, it says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. And we thank God for bringing us out. So, Father God, we give you glory, we give you praise, and we bless your name, Father God. So, um, of course, tonight's topic is called a powerless church. But we're going to go from powerless and we're going to walk into powerful because like I was telling you guys in the last couple of teachings that I was doing that it's okay if you are you know powerless that's what God is for God is the revivalist God is the restorist and if you are powerless in your walk with Jesus Christ he will deliver you he will um, 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 restore you and revive you to where he wants you to go and this word isn't just for people like me and my good brother on here, but it's for the body of Christ because God is trying to show us where we are at, but he's also trying to point us in the direction as to what he has called us into to be. So, of course, the definitions for powerless is without influence by the Holy Spirit, without, um, moving, the, without moving in the ability of the Holy Spirit, and, of course, we're functioning without the power of the Holy Spirit. In order for us to become a powerful body of Christ, we have to be influenced by the Holy Spirit to do what he has called us to do. We have to um, walk in the ability of the Holy Spirit, and we have to have the Holy Ghost power in order to do what he has called us to do. Um, I'm going to read these scriptures to you real quickly. I am going to, of course, I really don't have to introduce the man of God because, I mean, he's been on here, and, and he's been letting the Lord use him, and, we, and we're all... We all know who he is, but I'm still going to just introduce him anyways. But um, Jeremiah 14, 20 and 21 basically says this is the, N, this is the N, um, LT version. And um, brother, if you also have any other scriptures that the Lord gave you, you can also mention those as well. You, you already know how this goes. Let, let the Lord use you the way he normally does. No restrictions. Um, but it basically says, 
Lord, we confess our weaknesses and that our ancestors too. We all have sinned against you for the sake of your reputation. Lord, do not abandon us and do not break your covenant with us. Hebrews 10, 26 and 29, the New King James Version says, For if we sin willingly after we have received knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a um, certain fearful expectation of judgment and fire indignation, which will devour the, the adversaries. Anyone who has rejected Moses' law dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Oh, how much worse punishment do you propose? Will he be thought worthy who has tempered the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant which by which he was sacrificed, a common thing, and insulted the spirit of grace. And those are basically the two scriptures that um, that the Lord gave me. Um, of course, if my brother has other scriptures that the Lord has given him, he can share those. But um, I'm going to get out the way. I've already prayed concerning the um, topic tonight and the flow of God. So um, I'm going to get out the way. Um, and I am going to let the Lord use this mighty man of God. Amen. Of course, you guys know him. He's my brother in Christ. Awesome man of God. Um, young evangelist. Um, he's just awesome. And he has really spoke into my life. You know, we always, you know, call, check on each other, pray for each other. And I tell you, the power of God is just evident. So um, I'm excited for what the Lord is going to speak through him um, on tonight. Um, amen. I think this will be the third, maybe the third um, part of this um, series. So I'm excited. I am excited and I am excited. So further ado, I'm going to get out the way. I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to let my good brother minister on tonight. So please receive my brother in Christ, um, Evangelist. Dexter, you can have the floor, brother. Father God, we approach your throne. And God, and God, we pray. For the most high, for the living God, for the God that cannot die, the God that holds the world in your hand, your back, God. For the mercy, we pray. We are great. We are great. We pray. For your spirit, we adore you. And we lift up our hands toward you, Father God. And we thank you. Oh God, we ask you, God, to look upon us now, God. Not because we've been trying to be perfect, but because we've been being faithful. And God, we ask you that you touch us. Touch us, oh God, and we will be touched. Heal us, God, and we will be God, I feel that you will move mightily through this word that we will bring forth to your people. The powerless church, oh God. And so God, let this word not only be for your people, but be for us as well, oh God. As people to push the word of God and to minister to the people, we need to first receive the word, oh God. Oh God, I must decrease that you may increase, oh God. Oh God, I humble myself before you, 
expecting a miracle, expecting a blessing. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, the body of Christ has become powerless simply because we forget to look at the miracle worker instead of the miracle. We forget to look at the promise keeper instead of the promise. We forget to look at the one who's walking on the water instead of just the water itself. But God, I ask you now, God, to reset my focus and let me be in tune with what you have to say to me, oh God. Anoint my ears to hear what the Spirit is saying and anoint my eyes to see what you are trying to show me in this season of my life. Fill us with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost that we may minister to the people in fullness of your glory. We ask you these things in your son Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. This was something that's been on my heart for a while before he even came to me about. And so because, and the Lord had led me to give a couple scriptures on the matter. First, I want to take you to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy, if you will, verse 7 of chapter 1. Knowing that the Lord will fight our battles and we should only hold our peace. 
simply because we don't have enough strength of our own, but we must depend on the strength of the righteous right hand of God. And the word reads, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, me both in Jerusalem and in all of Judea, in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Once you have received the Holy Ghost and the power because of the same, you must then witness amongst the people. The body of Christ can't grow if you're not willing to cooperate. We may be one body, but we are different members. We all contribute to the same God's glory. We all contribute to receive and pull people out of the fire and give them the word of God, but we cannot truly minister to the people of God without receiving the spirit of God. We must be baptized with the Holy Ghost. We think that the water is truly saving us. The water is an outward representation of an inward decree. We must not, we, we have to get back to the basics. The basics are getting down on your knees, going to the altar, and cutting off the things that had you bound. It's going to the altar and killing your flesh and feeding your spirit with the Holy Ghost. But we don't want to do that no more. Yes, there are going to be some things to change in the body of Christ. Some things good, some things bad. We have a new generation that is beginning to rise, and the older generations are going passing away. So it is time for us as the newcomers, as the new people taking over the church, as the new people coming to rise and taking over the pulpit and over the pews and the choir stands and over all the instruments praising the Lord God, we must all receive the Holy Ghost because the Bible lets us know to let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If we have not redeemed, there will not be no change. If we have not been redeemed, there will not be any renewal. If we have not been redeemed, there will not be no restoration. That's why we must be redeemed, receiving the power of the Holy Ghost. That's why we're powerless. We're powerless because we deny God. We deny the things of God. And some of us, let me, let's, let, let's, take it, let's take it a little further. Let's take it a little further. Let's go to 2 Timothy. Roll over to chapter 3. Roll up to chapter 3 and the verse 5 reads here. And the word says, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away we all know how to shake our heads and uh, stomp our feet and make a same face and clap our hands and jerk and shout but truly we are putting on a form of godliness but we are denying the power thereof anybody can lift the part but not everybody has the part that's the, that's the thing right there I'm reminded of a story of Jesus healing 10 people and none of them began to walk away but one turned around just to thank him and he glorified God with a loud voice hmm? are you one of the nine or are you the one hmm. see now all 10 of them were healed but the one that turned around to thank Jesus was the one to be made whole See, the question is, do you want to be healed or do you want to be made whole? Well, first, in order to get to that point, you must first thank God. Because you already have something okay, because many are called, but few are chosen. Hmm? So now, now that you've been called, what are you willing to do? 
Now that you've been caught, what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to receive? Are you willing to take take everything that you had and give it to God and lay it at the altar? Lift up your hands towards God and say, God, I surrender my relationship. I surrender everything that had me bound. I surrender the things that had me crying. I surrender the things that had me happy. I surrender the things that had me sad. Well, some of us don't want to surrender, and that's why we don't have any power. That's the thing. Surrender, surrender, surrender. And everybody within the body of Christ claims to have a revelation without redemption. How can you have received revelation and you have not yet received redemption? It's something that we need up in here and it's called the gospel. We need the gospel in here. Yes, Jesus died. Yes, Jesus rose. But Jesus also said, repent or you shall likewise perish. Without repenting, we lack power. How can someone who's living the same way as people of the world minister to the people of God, claiming to cast out devils, claiming to heal, claiming to lay hands, claiming to, to do whatever it is? How? How can someone of the world cast out devils? Huh? We have received power. For we have the authority. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. It's time for the word. The word must go forth. Luke chapter 10. Verse 19. Behold, I give unto you. This is the words of my Christ. My Messiah, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hmm. But I'm weak, but I have no power when my Jesus told me that I have power over the enemy. The enemy cannot hurt me because my Jesus has already given me the power as a believer, as a follower of him, but because I do not yield to the word of God, I cannot move from where I am not only move, but we are not planted in the things of God unmovable. We're not unmovable anymore. Everybody's easily to turn, easily to move, easily to move churches, easily to put the fiber down, easily to give up and start crying, easily. We're just easy. It came a time when all the praying grandparents, our praying grandmothers and grandfathers, they got on the knees trusting God would make a way, even though they had to keep on living the way they were. They, they didn't have enough to eat. They didn't have enough clothes on their back. They couldn't pay the bills every time, but they still trusted God because they had received the power of the Holy Ghost, and they knew if they had the Holy Ghost, God was still working because they felt God in a way that some of us today do not feel. How do you know God's real? I know God is real because I have received the Holy Ghost. I have received the power thereof. I don't have to be questionable about it. You don't have to ask me and prove to me how God is real because I know he is real because I have received his spirit. I have the power of God because powerless, powerless, powerless. Without influence, without influence, we don't have any influence. Hmm. Don't have any influence because we don't want to read our Bibles. The Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. We don't have any instructions. We're not yielding to what God is trying to say. This is just not a history book. This is the present, the past, and the future. 
and there's nothing new under the sun. So it's time for us to get our heads out of the gutter and put our heads in our work. It's that time. But we want to stay weak. And we stay blaming everything on the devil. Everything ain't the devil. Sometimes we just so petty that we can't see ourselves slipping up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we so petty that we blame everything on everybody else, but when it comes to them asking us, oh, I know it, I ain't, I ain't seen them, I, ain't, I, 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 I tried it. No, 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 you ain't tried it, honey. Mm-hmm. You thought you could lie yourself out of your sin and, and, and expect to receive power. Mm-hmm. You thought you could execute, I, I, I didn't know, but no, 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 to him that do it good and do it, but not to him it is sin. It is still sin, you knew to do good. Mm-hmm. Forever we have received the knowledge of the truth that remain of no more sacrifice for sin. It's time for us to stop abusing the grace of God and come to the Bible and go back to the basics where God has planted us. We do take in mind the story of the Israelites, the ancient Israelites. They forgot God, therefore they went through slavery. Therefore God stripped them from the land. Therefore God did all these things to them because they did not walk into the commandments of God. Therefore they lost everything that they have never known. We must come back to the commandments of God and see what God wants us to do. But because we do not yield to the power of God, denying his voice, escaping his presence, where God is going to find you wherever you go. We claim to have run from God because we're children, we're children of the night now. Huh. We should be children of the light instead of the night. I'm no longer in darkness because God called me out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Therefore, I refuse to sit still. Therefore, I, re- I refuse to have my feet planted and not jump up and praise God because I have received the power of the Holy Ghost. Well, I see somebody every Sunday, uh, every time we have church, they don't want to praise God. It's simply because they have not received the power of God. Because once you truly have received the power of God, you can't keep quiet. Because God will be exalted among the heathen. We will praise God and everyone will see him. We will not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because we deny Jesus in front of our friends, he will deny us in front of his father. Therefore, I must become a witness, but I cannot become a witness unless I receive power by the Holy Ghost. As the Bible told us in in, um, Acts chapter 1. That's why we need the Holy Ghost. Without the Holy Ghost, we're weak. Hmm. Well, Lord, what do I need to do? I'm powerless. I don't know which way to go. Should I go left? Should I go right? God is like, keep your mind stayed on me and I will direct you. Huh? Oh, God, unto me. God is like, I sent you a comforter and his name is the Holy Ghost. It's time for you to yield to his power. But because you are so caught up in your sin, because you are so self, self-confident, because you are so self-centered, you cannot receive me as I wish that you would. In order to draw nigh to God, you got to deny yourself. We're so close to ourselves, we can't get close to God. That's why it's time for us to stop being petty and receive power. It's that time. And if we don't recognize the time there's wars and rumors of wars going on, and if we think that's not none of the Bible, and we don't think that's part of the signs that we're really being deceived, because it's time to open your eyes and see what God is trying to do, and see that God is trying to call his people, because there's not a time that's too late unless Jesus Christ is coming back. As soon as those clouds part and all the eyes see him, even the ones that pierce him, it will be too late, and therefore you will know if you are right or if you are that's why it's time to get our lives on track and get our houses in order right now because there's going to come a time when it's going to be too late 
and we are pretty well all be ready, but truly some of us will not be ready. Because not everyone in the body of Christ has received power. So I encourage you guys, if you have not received power, to get down on your knees, huh? humble yourself, pray, seek his face, turn from your wicked ways, then what you hear from heaven, forgive your sin and heal your land. It's that time. It's that time. It come out of my side. It come out of my side. It say, come out of my side. It tell y'all that I'm outside. It's that time. It's that time. Huh. See, because I, 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 I preached a sermon the other day, and I told them, I said, look at your neighbor and grab your neighbor's hand and hold their hand tight like you're pulling them out of the, the lake of fire. Hold their hand tight because it's that. That's how tight God has us. He has us so tight. But if you snatch your hand away from God, you may go, hmm, that's the, that's the thing. And everyone will, I'm too far gone for God. You're not too far gone. If you want to be too far gone, you're too far gone. But you're not too far gone. If you want God, you will get God. Run after God and he'll meet you halfway. Draw nigh to God and God will draw nigh to you. Hmm? And that's the thing right here. I'm not trying to get off topic, but I'm going to end it with this right here. We, 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 we go down a road and we're so used to going down the road on our own. We're so used to go. We have a heavy bag. We, we carry the heavy bag down the road on our backs and our backs start hurting. We start slumping in and slouching and we meet somebody named Jesus. He's like, help, let me help you carry it. Give me all that. Give me your burden, your heavy lad, and I'ma give you rest. Just give it to me. And you keep on walking down. No, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. And Jesus speaks to us, no, 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 let me help you because you're gonna keep on crying over something that you weren't able to carry. You're gonna keep on crying over something you did not have power of because you denied me when I tried to speak to you. You denied me when I tried to help you. Therefore, you're still powerless and ordering. See, come on, somebody. And, Jesus, and then we give it to him. We give it to him. Take, take it, Lord. Take it, Lord. Take it, Lord. And then we stand up tall. And now we got power. We got power because we gave it over to God. That's why it's time to give it over. Because if you want to be if you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, you can't be full of yourself. You got to choose. World, God. Heaven, hell, holiness, hell. Which one do you choose? Because an enemy, come on, a friend to the world is a what? Enemy to God. Mm-hmm. It's time for the cut loose the world, cut loose the world, cut loose the world, cut loose the world. Because it's better to lose a body part than to lose your whole body. It's better. Put my eye out. I don't want to lose myself. Cut my foot off. I don't want to lose it. Mm. What are you willing to cut off in order to receive the power of God? That's the thing. Mm. And when it comes to the power, not by mind, not by power, but by your spirit. Mm. You ain't gonna have no power or no might, but by your spirit. You gotta have his spirit in order to receive power. And that's why I end my message right there, Brother D. Glory be to God. Amen. Glory to God. Well, we're just going to pray for a little bit. Um, and after that, we're going to go ahead and end it. Um, I'm going to start us off in prayer. And um, brother, if you want, um, brother Vex, if you want to, you know, pray as well, you can. Um, amen. Um, we just thank God for that word. And, you know, it's funny because everything that um, brother Vaxter said, 
I had said when I was doing my second part of this topic. So that was just basically confirmation. And what we don't realize is this is an end of time word. This isn't just some word that, oh, he he has another podcast. No, this is a word because like I was sharing with you guys in the first portion of this topic, um, I was um, walking to one of my friend's house and I heard the father say a powerless church and I knew that it was time for me to get back on podcast and do this because you know it's been a minute since I've been there but this is a end of time word because like my brother said you know we are so we have become so about ourselves and I don't mean to preach after him but we have become so about ourselves now you know we walk in a form of godliness and I remember um, the Lord even gave me a word and this was I think last year he gave me a word concerning the form of godliness because so many of his people are walking in a form of godliness. We're walking in a form of godliness and we really are. You know, and God does not want us walking in the form of godliness. We have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of us. Like my brother just said, but the thing is we're not operating in the power of the Holy Spirit. We're not, we, we, we sit here and we talk this big talk, but we're not walking. We're always complaining. Re- be honest with you, you should be rejoicing when you're going through trials and tribulations. You should be rejoicing when you're going through persecution. Because the Bible even said that we was going to go through persecution. Of course you're going to go through it. Because Jesus went through persecution. They hated Jesus. They're going to hate us because we chose to follow Jesus Christ. And persecution is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. People see it as a bad thing, but it's not a bad thing. It's to elevate the church, take us to the next level that God has called. And to be honest with you, everybody is not going to be able to overcome persecution. I'm like, God, if I suffer, I reign with you. And me, I want to reign with the Father. I don't know about y'all, but I want to reign with the Father. So if I got to suffer, then that's what I'm going to do. Because I love God. God has done too much. And the thing about it is, I don't serve God because of what he can do. If God don't do another thing else for me, he's already done enough. I serve God because he is Lord. Because he is Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Gabor, the God of war. He, I just worship him because of who he is. If you're just worshiping God because of the things that he can do, you're missing. You're missing. We're not on here to worship him because of what he can do. And then some of us, we know what he can do, but we still put limitations on him. We think that what we got going on is too bigger than God. That's also what's make us powerless because we begin to deny what God can do. If he did it before, he can do it again. So I want to thank my brother, I don't mean to preach behind him or none of that because I try not to do that. But I thank God for using him. I thank God because he basically everything he just taught on and everything he just said, I said it in the second portion of this of, of this topic. And it's time for us to really, you know, rise up. Stop letting the enemy beat us up. And at the same time, stop blaming the devil for everything. Because sometimes we put ourselves in the mess that we go through. And the thing is, the Holy Spirit not only convicts us because he chases those that he loves, that's what the Word of God says, but he tries to stop us from going into sin. But what do we do? We boldly walk into it. 
Oh, I can handle it. And then as soon as we get into it, and we get into that pit or that fiery furnace, we cry out to God. God, come deliver us. God, come save me. When the Lord was trying to keep you from going there. But you boldly walk into sin. So we have to come to a place of repentance. Repentance was given to us. We do not have to walk in sin. That was the whole purpose of Jesus dying on the cross for us. His death was not in vain. It will be in vain if we continue to live in sin and do what we want to do. But it's not in vain. We we are not under the law of sin anymore. Because Jesus Christ died on the cross for me and you. Amen. So let's be who God has called us to be. So Father, in the name of Jesus, as we're praying. Amen. Father, we thank you. Oh, God, we give you the glory, we give you the praise, and we give you the honor that is due your name in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for using your servant in the name of Jesus. We thank you for pouring out in him, Father God. We thank you for new revelation. We thank you for new vision, for new dreams in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we pray, Lord God, that you will fill him up in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we give you glory. We give you we give you honor and today lord god we repent in the name of jesus father god we thank you for the ability to repent in the name of jesus even though some are scared of the word repent they may think it's a cuss word but repentance is a gift from god so father god we thank you lord god that we won't just repent to repent but we will walk out repentance in the name of jesus father so father in the name of jesus father god We repent, I repent, Lord God, for enabling myself to live holy, for enabling myself to live righteous, Father God. You said without holiness and without righteousness, no man shall see the kingdom of heaven. No man shall see the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Father God, holiness is still right. I remember a woman of God. She was a prophetess. I forgot her name, a powerful prophetess, and she preached a message when she went out with um, Dr. Juanita Bottoms and others on holiness or hell. That was a powerful word, and it was back in the time. And Lord God, we have to choose holiness or hell. We cannot live any kind of way. We are not, so. yes, we live in the world, but we're not supposed to be of the world in the name of Jesus. We're supposed to live holy. We're supposed to live righteous, Father So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will revive our houses, Father God. Save each and every person in our household. In the Yoshiki Atamakundala Bashe, Ora Basiki Atalamandoro Shakataya. Father God, Lord God, we give you glory, we give you praise, Father God, for saving our household, for saving our mothers, for saving our fathers, for saving every young boy and girl, Father God, for saving, Lord God, our family members, our cousins, our brothers and our sisters, the ones that we've been praying for for an extensive long time, those that are hung out on drugs, Father God. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will save their souls. 
Hallelujah, Father God. Save them, God, for you have a call on their lives, Father God. Lord God, I pray even now, Father God, that you will open the ears of those, Father God, that their ears, for those, Lord God, that ears have been closed for a very long time because they're keeping, because the enemy is keeping them from hearing the voice of God. We ask that you will unlock their ears now in the name of Jesus. Unlock their ears. And I'm not talking about their spirit physical ears. I'm talking about their spiritual ears in the name of Jesus. Unlock them. Unlock them. Unlock them. Unlock them, Lord God. We release your blood over their ears right now in the name of Jesus. That they will hear the voice of the good shepherd in the name of Jesus. That they will hear you calling out for them in the name of Jesus, Father God. And when they hear you, Father God, that they will surrender in the name of Jesus, Father God. That they will bow down, Lord God, because your word says, Lord God, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that you are Lord. And today, Father God, tonight in this very moment, we confess with our hearts, we confess with our minds that you are Lord. So God, I pray, Lord God, that every person, Lord God, will open their ears to hear the voice of the Lord. That their ears, their spiritual ears will become open. Yes, the enemy has kept their ears closed for a very long time. But we open their ears now. In the name of Jesus, Father God. Open them up. Open them up. Open them up in the name of Jesus, Father God. We don't just pray that prayer concerning their ears. But their eyes in the name of Jesus, Father God. Open their eyes now in the name of Jesus. Not their physical eyeballs, but their spiritual eyes so that they can see you high and lifted up, Father God. Oh God, we give you glory. Father God, we give you praise, Father God, that they will see you. That they will even see the enemy afar. And before the enemy even gets to them, they will know how to respond, Father God. Lord God, like my brother said, Lord God, the word. Oh, God, the word is powerful. It is sharper than a two-edged sword, Father God. Lord God, we thank you for the word that convicts. We thank you for the word that heals, the word that delivers, the word that restores, Lord God. The word that revives, the word that sets free, Lord God. The word, the, the, the word that brings healing, that, that, that brings revival, that brings restoration, Father God. Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus that we will have the word of God hidden in our hearts, hidden in our minds, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Father God, that we will have so much word in us that there will be no more room for sin, that there will be no more room, Lord God, for those worldly things, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. No more room for temptation, no room, more room for drugs, for sexual immorality, Lord God, anything. In the name of Jesus, Father God, help us to live holy, help us to live righteous, help us to live according to your will, according to your plans and to your purposes, Father God. Help us arise, Father God. Help us to arise, Father God. Help us to arise in the name of Jesus and be who you have called us to be in the name of Jesus. It's time for us to wake up, Father God. We're living in the last days. Many people say that things are going back to normal, Lord God, but nothing is going back to normal. You've changed the way that we do life. You've changed the way... Father God, as to how do we do church, Father God. Help us to wake up and see, Lord God, the signs, Lord God, are being shown. There are wars and rumors of wars, Father God. There are pandemics that are happening, Lord God. There are plagues that are happening. Your word prophesied it, Lord God. We are living in prophecy, Lord God. We run in these prophets, but prophecy, Lord God, the prophetic is in the word of God. Lord God, and I'm not saying, Lord God, that there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with running to prophets, Father God. Because you call them, Lord God. 
But Lord God, help us in the name of Jesus to hear your voice. Help us in the name of Jesus to come to you, Lord God. That whenever we have stumbled, whenever we have fallen, whenever, Father God, we have fought short of the glory of the Lord in the name of Jesus, Father God, that we won't run to a prophet for an answer, but that we will come to you in the name of Jesus, Father God. So, Father God, we give you glory, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would teach us worship, that you would teach us how to pray. The prayer warriors, the intercessors have been asleep too long. Allow them to arise. Allow them to receive revival, to receive restoration in the name of Jesus, Father God. Wake up your intercessors, even those that you have assigned to be interceding during the bewitching hours when the witches are praying. Allow them to wake up, Father God. Allow your psalmist to wake up, Father God, and sing the song of the Lord. Allow the fivefold, Lord God, ministry to wake up and declare the word of the Lord. Lord God, we release your blood over every bishop, over every archbishop, over every prophet and master prophet, over every evangelist, over every pastor, over every prophetess, Lord God. We release your blood over every psalmist, Lord God, over every apostle over every choir, over every praise him, over every musician, Lord God, all the way down to the mothers, the deacons, the elders, Lord God, we release your blood over your true people of God. That you will cover your people of God, that you will restore your people of God, that you will heal your people of God, that you will deliver your people of God in the name of Jesus. That we would not be stagnant in our prayer life. That we would not be stagnant in our worship life. That we would not be stagnant in anything that we do, Father God. Fill us up in the name of Jesus, oh God. Fill us up, God. Fill us up, God. Fill us up, God. Fill us up, God. Until our cup overflows, Father God. Fill our bedrooms in the name of Jesus, oh God. Lord God, if there's anything that is in us that is not like you, Lord God, burn it away, Lord God. Burn it away, Father God. Father God, we repent in the name of Jesus, Father God. We surrender everything, Lord God. Even that thing that we're afraid to give to you, we give it to you now in the name of Jesus. Because you are our only hope, Father God. You are our only hope. You are the world's only hope, Father God. You are our family's only hope, Father God. You are our co-workers only hope, Father God. You are our boyfriend or girlfriend's finally hope, Father God. You are our wife's or husband's, Lord God, finally hope, oh God. Lord God, even when you give us relationships, Lord God, let it be found on the foundation of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father God. So, Father God, we surrender to you. We surrender to you. We surrender to you, Father God. We surrender to you, God. And we give you all glory, all praise, and all honor. Um, I don't know if you wanted to pray, brother. You can if you wanted to. Um, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. Father God, we not only need you now, God, but we need you wherever, Father. We need you everywhere there may be a person, oh God, oh God. Save the souls, God, save the souls, oh God. Visit 
every crack house and every drug house, God, in the name of Jesus. Take the drugs out the hands, oh God, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Turn the drugs into words of the word of God. Hey, God, touch them now, God. Visit the prisons, oh God, and touch the inmates, oh God. Fill them with the word of God and let them yield and seek the Holy Ghost, oh God. Go to the hospitals, God, and be the saving, delivering, and healing God that we know you to be, oh God. Do what you wish that you could, oh God, what we know you can, oh God. But there's nothing impossible with you for the God. Oh God, because you are God, God, we yield to your power, oh God. My soul is in trouble today, oh God. I need a word from your Father. I need you to do something more, something greater, something different, something holy. Oh God, we need a touch from you. Your people need a touch. Your people need a whisper. Your people need to hear your voice. and They need to hear your instruction. They need to hear your promise. They need to hear it, God. Your people need repentance and restoration. Your people need something, 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 something more. So God, because we know who you are, because we know what you can do, because we know where you brought us from and where you're taking us, God, we ask you. We ask you to save the souls of our family members that are gone astray. Save the souls of your people that have drifted away. Touch my brothers and sisters in Christ. Touch us, Lord. 
just say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes to your will. Yes to your way. Yes to your purpose. Yes to your plan. Yes. Yes to what you're doing. Yes. In our lives. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I tell you, it's nothing like the presence of the Lord. Nothing like the presence of God. And that's what God wants us to be at. He wants us to be in His presence. Because in the presence of the Lord is the fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. And we thank God for His presence. We thank God for His presence. We thank God for His power. We just thank God for what He is doing. And we say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, anyways, um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to um, close out. I really want to thank God for the new that he did on tonight. I thank God. I believe revival has taken place. I believe restoration and power has taken place. I believe someone got healed and delivered by watching this and experiencing this moment. I just think, I just thank God for what he's doing. God is always doing something powerful. He's, he's a mysterious God. I know one of my old pastors, a bishop, she used to say that we serve a mysterious God, and we really do. You never know when God is going to do something. You just know he's going to do something. When he does something, it's going to be big. So we thank, we thank God. We serve a big God. Never forget that you serve a big God. Never limit your God. Never put God in a box. He can do all things. The same God that worked miracles in the Bible, He can do the same thing. And He wants to use you. He's married to the backslider. He's married to the backslider. I'm talking to you. I, I said this on yesterday and I'm going to say it again. Those of you that think that God can't use you, he can use you. He wants you. Yes, the church is throwing you away, but God wants you. God wants you, fornicator. God wants you, adulterer. God wants you. Those that practice um, 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 same sex, those that 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 are are, are prostitutes, those that that are in the gang life, he wants to deliver you, and he wants to use you because God has called you to do a mighty work for him. He's called you. You are not an abomination. You are not. The lifestyle is about the lifestyle is an abomination, but you are not an abomination. So, um, well, God bless you all. I'm going to go ahead and end. I love this place. I want to stay in this place, but I know I can't. Because my, I know my brother got other things he got to do. And I don't want to keep him too long. But I do thank God for allowing him to come on and just give us what the Lord has given him. And we just pray increase in his life. Increase in his, in his, in his finances, in employment, in his um, relationship that he's been blessed to be in um we just we just thank god for increase for his ministry that no weapon formed against his ministry will be able to prosper we just thank god and we just ask the lord to pour back into him because he poured in so much on tonight as he always does we just thank god for you you have been you have truly been a blessing to this podcast you've been a blessing in my life and we just we just thank god for you you know 
Um, we thank you for, I thank you for being consistent, you know, for always being um, available when you can to come on. Because it's, it's kind of hard to really get people to come on and do podcasts with me, but I thank God for your, for you being consistent, you know, for you, you know, trusting the God in me to come on here and minister, and of course, I trust the God in you, of course, um, so, um, so yes, and uh, we just thank God for you, um, and, um, whenever I get a chance, I am going to, um, sow into your life, um, for the times that you, you know, came and, um, ministered, whenever I do, Whenever I can, I will. I'm going to sow into your life and into your ministry um, whenever I can. Because I do believe, you know, in sowing into those that carry the word of God and is led by the spirit of God. And you are truly a carrier of God's word and you are truly led by the spirit of God. And we thank God for you. But anyways, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end this on tonight. Once again, we thank, I thank my brother for coming on here and just ministering. And we just thank God for the flow. God has truly met us tonight. And we thank God for this. This was something new. Something new. But I thank God. I didn't know how it was going to go. But I thank God because he still had his way. We're going to go ahead and end this. You guys be blessed. Um, I'm gonna probably come back and probably do a part four just to end it. Um, since this is the um, last um, week, of, we're walking into the last week of this month, so um, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna um, end it. But you guys be blessed in the name of Jesus. And until we meet again, you guys be blessed. Love you guys, and you guys always know what I say. Let's be um, a powerful generational changer. God bless you all.